Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is one of our Jeff Bradbury bonus shows all about live broadcasting. My friends, if you're a podcaster, blogger, speaker, professional development, you need to watch this show today and learn how you guys can build your brand through live streaming, we're going to talk about the resources, the apps, and the way that we are building our stuff through live streaming. I have a great guest on the show today. I want to bring on from the great state of New Jersey, Mr. Ross Brand. Ross, how are you today? Welcome to the Jeff Bradbury Show. I'm great, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me. It is so good to have you here. You are you are the answer to how do we live broadcast. I know we've been talking about this for the last couple of years. It is a thrill to have you finally on. Tell everybody about yourself. Thanks, Jeff. So uh, I got into radio when I was young, and I, I did that for uh, 12 years. I did hosting shows and reporting and learned a lot, obviously, about broadcasting, uh, both the on-air side and preparing a show and, and interviewing and, and all the different aspects that go into doing live streams. And then I, I went into a totally different area. I went into human resources. And uh, one day I stumbled into this platform called Blab in 2015. And I just fell in love with broadcasting again on the online side. And it, I was people were having all these interesting conversations. And I was I, I was just so inspired by it that I eventually started hosting shows again. And here I am today, like almost five years later, and I'm going live regularly. I have clients who are trying to uh, use live streaming on behalf of their business. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working with different brands in the space and just loving the whole idea of, you know, being in your home studio, using video, which was new to me. I had never done anything with video before, so learning that whole process, and it's just something that I, I, I love doing. You know, we've been doing this here on TeacherCast for nine years, and we've certainly wow. seen all of these applications grow up. You have mentioned Blab. I remember when Google Hangouts on Air came out, and that was really that first, everybody can do this for free from sitting right. at their house. Blab, of course, I think, you know, I call that like the second wave. Blab Periscope is coming out. Mm -hmm. Now we've got, you know, uh, many different applications. Let's kind of talk a little bit about the reasons why. Why would somebody, a podcaster, blogger, speaker, company, why would we want to get into live broadcasting? Well, it gives you a chance to connect with your viewer in a way that you don't connect with them through podcasting or through uploaded videos, which are great. And both of them have tremendous use cases and allow you to build relationships too. But this provides a real time engagement, real time feedback, uh, a sense of community, a chance to go deeper with your customer. You can show off products and services in real time and answer questions. You make people feel a part of what you're doing. 
there's just so many different ways that live streaming is, is great for making that connection with people. It's also a great way to create content because when whether you're actually going live or you're recording live to tape, doing a lifestyle broadcast is so much quicker to get it done, so much less work than piecing together an edited video. Uh, it just it just comes together so much quicker, and now you've got a, a volume of content that you can use and repurpose that is available to you. And so if you get familiar with going live, it's just a good way to you know create content and if you do public speaking if you're a teacher who's in front of a classroom and you want to refine what you're doing as a speaker or you want to try some new ideas it's a great way to throw some things out there in front of an audience test it out see what kind of feedback you get even what kind of live questions or comments people throw in that might be things that you hadn't thought of or another way to take the material that you're working on. So there's a lot of different opportunities that live broadcasting, live streaming can provide uh, well, to people in different industries. You, you mentioned a lot of things. Let's see if we can unpack. Sure. When we're looking at this medium of taking video live, right? What is the difference to you between a live broadcast and a webinar? Because we've been doing that webinar thing forever, right? Right, right. I, I think webinars have a specific purpose, and webinars are very education-focused and sales-focused. They have those two two prongs. So one part is to provide a quick win for people who show up, maybe uh, three things you need to do to, you know, reach more customers or what, what have you. And then usually there's an upsell and, and the hope that you get somebody to either buy your course, your program, your, your membership, whatever it is that, that you're selling. And so it, it, there's this definite process of a lot of people are attending. Usually there's, there's the platform allows people to ask questions in a more coordinated way for instance you use an app where you can raise your hand there's a a chat it's it's just a different experience whereas this is more like a show what we're doing with live streaming you're you're providing something that while it it has a definite link to your business and a definite link to your industry and your brand it also works as a piece of content as a piece of entertainment in and of itself. And so it's got that whole branding side that's much more public facing than a webinar, which is usually much more targeted towards people who are interested just in what that webinar is about. So, so it's a different experience. Um, I'm not sure if I painted it exactly the right picture because well, you, it's, you, you, it's complicated and there's some overlap, Jeff, but... It, there is that overlap, right? And, you know, many people, when they think of the word webinar, they think mm -hmm. of um, sitting behind PowerPoint slides <laughs> and that's it, right? And, and right. I get it. As you said, it's a, it's a webinar. It's a conference. It's a, it's a three things that you will, right? But, right? And there is a place for that. But at the same time, we can come here and do a live broadcast where we do have a PowerPoint or a slide mm -hmm. deck or let me demo something. And I, I don't consider that a webinar, but it's no different than me doing a webinar. 
I don't yeah. know. It, there's a similarity. Also, when I think of webinars, I usually think of you register, then you get an email. Whereas right. with a live stream, you're you're reaching beyond your network in some ways or beyond your industry. And you're reaching perhaps different customers. Perhaps you're expanding your network because you're putting it out there and people are coming to it in their feed. Usually people aren't coming to a webinar in their social feed. It's contained in a in an app or in a, you know, in one tight area, to so, so to speak. I, I'm not necessarily describing it the best way, but the live stream is you're, you're going live on multiple channels. Maybe you're going live on one social channel. Maybe you're going live on three, four or five, but you're putting it out there. So you're reaching your network and your industry, but you're also reaching potentially way beyond and you're doing it with the idea that people are coming and going, whereas a webinar, in general, you have a flow beginning to end, and that's it, as you would with a podcast or an uploaded video. With a live stream, you realize that it's not about necessarily having people smile a little bit, maybe learn something, maybe contribute, maybe say hi to people in the chat or you, and then they, they move on much like live radio where people are getting in and out of their cars. So it's also a different mindset in how you present your information when you're doing a live stream. So I totally get that, you know, webinars are mostly long form conference. Again, people are going to be there, right. whereas broadcasts could be shorter. Broadcasts could mm -hmm. be more conversational. Broadcasts could be extremely quick. I mean, I know I see a lot of people and, doing and broadcasts. <laughs> and, and, right. And mostly cell phone based, right? To do live broadcasting from uh, a ball game or from a conference or, you know, the, the selfie broadcast. There's a lot of reasons to build your brand through through these quick things. Right. I would also say not a lot of editing involved, right? If you're going to be just going to a conference <laughs> and me and you and, hey, let me do a quick, you know, selfie video with Ross, no editing whatsoever. And I think the expectations are lower for that. Yeah, the audience is far more forgiving for a live stream than any other form of video or audio content because they know you're doing it in real time. If they've ever done one, they know that there are challenges, there's bandwidth challenges, there's location challenges, noise, all sorts of things can go wrong. You don't you don't have a restart button. Uh, and so and they also know that there's there's there can be bandwidth issues and issues with the platforms that are beyond your control, even if you do everything right. And so uh, the audience is forgiving and they're forgiving if you mess up, they're forgiving for a mistake here or there. You still want it to be as professional as it can be. Uh, but there's there's something just very real about me grabbing you after you come off stage doing a presentation at a conference and saying, Jeff, can you can you spend five minutes after you're done with the Q&A? And you, I come over wow, your talk was really well received. Tell us uh, a couple of the key points for people who weren't able to make it here. And now you're able to deliver that message in real time to people who may be interested in the event and following along, but can't be there and can't see your talk. So again, it's, it's reaching beyond the expected audience for that. But it's a quick thing. And what do we do in editing if we want to make, say, a YouTube video out of it? We chop off those first few awkward seconds when we're mm -hmm. wondering if we're live from our phone 
And when we say goodbye and then I'm shaking your hand and thanking you and the camera hasn't exactly shut off yet or whatever. Well, and that's-, that's it. And now you've uploaded it and you've got a live stream. You've, you can make a short podcast out of it. You can take a one minute video, make a square video with a wrapper and put it on Instagram. And, and all of a sudden from a, a five to 10 minute interview with you at an event, uh, where I might be using my phone, maybe I have a, a handheld mic plugged in or a little little boom mic, you know, a mini shotgun mic on my phone. And, and, and in that short space of time, we've now created multiple pieces of content. Well, the, the whole idea of repurposing is important, right? Mm. Because if you're going to do an interview with somebody, how many different ways? You know, you mentioned strip the audio, put it on Instagram, make a, make a, a Snapchat thing out of it. TikTok, if you're still allowed to all those different <laughs> things. Right? And, right. and being able to use these little moments, right? Like, you know, you and I right now are doing a long form broadcast for 15 minutes into it. It's going to live and right. where it's going to go. But at the same time, um, you know, these little audio gems that you get from your guests, why not? pull them right. out of your live stream and use them as quotes or use them as, as little places like that. The question always comes up is, well, how do you do this? Now, we talked about applications like Google Hangout, Blab. None of these are around. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I have similar tastes in applications. Right. Uh, one of them that we use a lot is called Wirecast. Wirecast is an application for Windows, for Mac. You download it. It is a broadcast switcher. How would you describe Wirecast? I'd consider it a live video production and streaming software. So you use it to both bring your video in, to switch your shots, create your shots, and then stream that video out to social media or you know, as I'm doing right now, I'm using the Wirecast virtual cam to bring in my audio and video where it syncs up or syncs up hopefully fairly well. And then sending that out through a virtual cam into StreamYard or another app. So there's different use cases for it. You can use it to record. It records in really high quality. But basically, most people use Wirecast when they want more control than another than than other solutions can give them right they want to be able to brand the broadcast just the way they want or they want to maybe use it to you know change the the video size or something that wirecast may do more quickly than another application does i love using wirecast i've been using it now for the last Eight years almost. I mean, really, I've built TeacherCast on the back of Wirecast Technologies, uh, Mm -hmm. bought computers specifically for the needs of Wirecast. It's not for every machine. It's not Chromebook compatible. Right, right. Uh, And I love the fact that you can do everything that you want with it. But if you're looking for quick, simple, and and dare I say, button pushing, um, we're also using and recording right now on an application called StreamYard. One that I think you know pretty well. Yeah, I actually, full disclosure, host a show for StreamYard called StreamYard Connect every Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern on uh, the StreamYard Facebook page and across social media. And I love StreamYard. I was a StreamYard user long before I, I started working with StreamYard. And for me, I, I've used Wirecast since 2016. I think the middle of 2016. And like you said, you built basically built your 
your whole online audio video sphere <laughs> out of out of Wirecast put me on the map because I started doing these daily live these daily updates these daily video sort of news style updates about live streaming and I recorded them into Wirecast using Wirecast as my switcher and then uploaded them and then eventually I realized that the quality wasn't that much different if I went live, but boy, I saved a lot of time. So I eventually started doing them live. So that that's, and I've con continued using Wirecast, but I also, when it comes to bringing on a guest, I want the process to be as easy as possible for you. So when you come on to my show, I don't want you to have to show up a half an hour early or 20 minutes early or have to explain to you. And this isn't a knock on Wirecast. This is a knock on almost every other solution, right? I love the fact that with StreamYard, I can send you a link. You click that link. You don't have to register. You don't have to download anything. Seconds later, you've selected your camera and mic. You're in the, you're in the studio, and I can bring you up into the live show. It, it, it's so easy for you, whether you're an experienced broadcaster or you're new at doing this. And that's one of the things. The other thing is it's really stable, StreamYard. So mm -hmm. we've, had, we've had solutions that are very highly technical, and I would say that Wirecast definitely has a learning curve. It's not something you buy and you're an expert in the next day, right? And we've had some that are very easy to use and not at all stable or less stable, right? You you notice the quality degrade as you bring on a guest, as you, you know, you, you bring a second camera in or whatever, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, this is, uh, I need to refresh what's going on. My internet, StreamYard's found a way to do this in a browser and make it stable so that when you bring on your guest, your audio and video quality doesn't decline, and that's true even if you bring up to 10 people on screen at one time. So, And it looks professional, and you can quickly, you can quickly put your, your name tags up on the screen, the lower third, a comment from a viewer. And the fact that your options are a little limited not only speeds your time to market, but if you're not a graphic designer or you don't have time to create you know, overlays for every broadcast. Okay, you have some spaces where things go. You type the text you need into the banner, boom, it's up on the screen. You know, so I I, I love it. And I, I mean, because to me, the conversation, the audio, in a sense, is the most important part of your live video because people can listen to this in another browser at work. They can, they can listen to it later as a podcast if I redistribute it that way. I I care about the conversation you and I are having more than any other aspect of the of, of the broadcast. I, I couldn't agree with you more, right? And it's it's always one of those things that when you're starting off with this, um, learning how to be a broadcaster, learning how to be a speaker, learning how to speak live is is a skill, right? right. And even here, you and I, you know, we're doing this pre-recorded, but you know, the goal is one shot done, no mm -hmm. editing whatsoever. And that takes a while. When I'm looking at solutions like Wirecast, StreamYard, the question always comes up is how do you make yourself look different? Let's be honest. StreamYard right. is amazing. It's simple. It's easy. Yes, I am a pro. I'm paying the top money for it. I am a pro user, license owner, whatever. The point is my show doesn't look any different than your show. So when we're looking at this, 
How do we stand out? It's not the guests. It's not the topic. Right. I mean, it is a little bit of that. It's not, you know, I've got this person, you've got, but, but how do you make your show stand out? The reason why I went to Wirecast is because mm -hmm. it looked different than a Google Hangout. When everybody was on Blab, right. I upped my game with more Wirecast and flashing right. and all those other wonderful things. And the reason why I stopped using Wirecast and moved to StreamYard, it was, as you said, I don't have 45 minutes to get set up. I, I can create, move, and record, right? But right, now, right. and I love the fact everybody in education now is starting to use StreamYard. You can have a free account, and for a couple bucks right. a month, you can have a pro account. But now everybody looks the same. So what makes TeacherCast stand out? What makes Ross stand out? Okay, so there's a few things you can do to really customize it that aren't particularly difficult, although you could take them to uh, whatever level you want. One is your your overlays. So you can literally brand the screen to look any way you want to with a transparent overlay where you're leaving the video wherever you anticipate that the video windows are going to be. You can then use branding. You can use borders. You can also use backgrounds, which if you're on the, the widescreen, where the two widescreen look, as we were earlier in the, in the discussion, you can then apply a background, which may also have some of your branding, messaging, uh, just an interesting look for the video. So those are a couple of the ways. Uh, the other thing is using a green screen. I'm not actually in a studio. Uh, I'm actually in a home office. But I have a green screen, uh, and StreamYard gives you the ability uh, pretty easy. You don't need to learn a lot about chroma key. You just uh, get yourself a, a green screen, you get some lighting, and you uh, you upload a background image, and there's one dial, and you move it a little bit back and forth until you get it to where uh, it looks right, and, and that's how you go about adding green screen. So with green screen, again, uh, yes, there's a certain, there's a certain stream yard look, but there's also been times that, uh, myself and other people who are, who are using StreamYard constantly have had to ask each other, is that StreamYard? You sure mm -hmm. that's StreamYard? You think that's StreamYard? Um, obviously the, the name, the little names there often give it away where you have our names under our window, but you could do an overlay that put names under under our video window that look different, right? right. You you know that, okay, I'm going to be there, you're going to be there, and whenever you go to this shot, you hit that overlay, and our names come in, and it looks different, and people go, I think they're using StreamYard, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I'm not sure. But I totally, I totally get what you're, what you're looking at. I've also, not only can you upload videos like an intro, that's another way you stand out, upload your own pre-produced intro with some music, and uh, you can even use like a, a, what would be, I think you'd call like a transition stinger or whatever. I've uploaded a like a two second with my logo flashing, and I'll play that between switching from one segment to another when I'm doing certain types of of shows. So there's a lot of little things you can do. There's a lot of creativity that you have uh, to brand it. 
But you know, if you want full control, then something like Wirecast is 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 you, you have uh, Streamyard is not is not going to do for you what Wirecast can do if you want full control. But for most of us, what we're doing, this economy now is demanding us to do it quickly, and there's a lot of pressures on us from our jobs to, you know, constantly being connected to email and, and, and texts and, and Facebook messages. And then the need to have content out there and promote that content and repurpose that content. How much time do you want to spend getting 5% more control or 10% more control? Because it's, if you want more control than five or 10%, Expect it, to have a production team and a graphic designer right. on step, you know. And and you know, I spend I I don't want to tell you how many hours I've spent making. Let's be honest, stupid little intro videos, right? And then you realize, <laughs> oh, I'm spending all this time playing with motion and Final Cut when over there you've got this application that just does it for you, and you're going, well, why am I not over there? And why <laughs> am I, you know? And, and look, it, you can go down the rabbit hole of this, but mm -hmm. here's. Like, and, I, and I don't want to lose focus of where we are today. Right. Like using live streaming to build your brand okay. is available for free. Right. StreamYard can go free. Facebook Live can go free. Instagram can go free. Uh, you name it. There are opportunities to go out there. You know, you've already mentioned real-time interaction, showing off things that you're maybe not able to see behind the conference, behind the desk. You know, maybe you do a quick three minute hey i'm recording this podcast what questions do you have kind of video you know having giving your audience that access mm. to you in a different format short format is important doing these building your brands by by getting these guest interviews these quick one-offs is important and also being able to repurpose these things you know I know that this is going to change. I know this is going to get easier. I, I, I know that formats are constantly changing. Do we want a square or a vertical right, or right. a rectangle or a circle, whatever we want, <laughs> right? Um, you know, I, I'm working on a project now where they're requiring you to have your face on the bottom of a video in a circle rather than a square. Mm. Oh, boy, right? <laughs> so what I can tell you guys out there is no matter if you're a podcaster, blogger, speaker – this stuff is here for you. And the best way to find out how to do that is by staying with TeacherCast because all throughout the summer, we're going to be doing demos, video de tutorials on all of these different applications. I'd like to know which ones you guys are using. Please leave a message over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail, or you can always email us over at feedback at TeacherCast.net. Would love to know what you guys are doing and really what kind of content you'd like us to be making so we can help you build your EDU brand. Ross, you know, We've been doing this for a while. I'm looking forward to seeing you at the next MapCon or IconCon or whatever, whatever they're calling it these days. IndiePodCon. IndiePodCon. The point is there's a lot of great stuff that's out mm. there. And all you have to do is start searching for it. And I'm going to tell you that one of the best places to go is buildyouredubrand.com, where we're going to be focusing on this and all of the topics. But you've got some great resources too, Ross. Where do we go to find out what you're doing and how we can get better at our game? Sure. As I mentioned earlier, I do StreamYard Connect every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern on the StreamYard Facebook page and other social media channels. That's a great way to learn what's going on with StreamYard, but also just to hear about 
people who are doing live streaming and what they're doing, how they're using it, uh, and other topics related to content creation, try StreamYard. Give it a shot. You, you can go to LivestreamUniverse.com slash StreamYard. You can get a free 14-day trial, and you can test out the basic uh, the basic plan, the middle tier, as, as Jeffrey called it, where you can uh, pretty much get access to all the features and you can even multi-stream to two platforms during that trial. So LivestreamUniverse.com slash StreamYard. I'm also doing uh, a weekly event called $5 Fridays, which Ooh. is every Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you pay $5 and during the hour, you can ask me all the questions you want to ask me about live streaming and I try and get everybody's questions in and we go through it and whether it's what gear to buy so you don't make a mistake or whether it's you know you don't buy the wrong thing or whether it's how to align your 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 content with your business um you can find out more about that at livestreamuniverse.com slash five We'll, of course, have all of these episodes over on our Build Your EDU Brand Podcasting Network. Check all that great stuff out over there. And I want to say, guys, one last time, thank you to Ross for sharing his passions. We are here with the Jeff Bradbury Show each and every Wednesday with bonus shows often coming every Friday. We've got some great guests coming up, and we would like to feature you that's right if you're being if you're building your edu brand off of the back of any application social media platform or would just like to share what you've been up to this year i would love to have you guys on as a guest check us out over on builderedubrand.com let me know that you're there and i'd love to get you featured on a bonus show coming up on the jeff bradbury show and that of course wraps up this episode on behalf of ross and everybody here on the teacher cast educational network my name is jeff bradbury reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.